What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Creating Wealth Podcast, where I, Kyle, from Kyle Curtin Real Estate, interview local top dogs in the real estate investing, wealth building, and personal finance industries. Let's build together. What's up, guys? This episode of the podcast was super focused on the concept of house hacking and a really great view of its life-changing power. Victor shares many of his personal experiences and tips from currently house hacking in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. In this episode, we get into the real significance of house hacking, the incredible tax benefits that come along with it, choosing who you tell your goals to and who you surround yourself with, and so much more. This interview is a really great introduction to anyone interested in house hacking, and I hope you enjoy. Let's jump right into the episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 28 of the Creating Wealth podcast. Today, I have the great pleasure of talking to Victor Gutierrez, a phenomenal Pawtucket, Rhode Island house hacker. What's going on, Victor? How's everything going, man? I'm very excited to talk to you again. <laughs> not much, not much. You know, we always, uh, I'm super excited. I'm more excited than you. Uh, <laughs> you're doing this interview. You have no idea. You have no idea how, how great it is. Uh, so, you know, things are good. Uh, in the hustle and bustle, how they say, you know, like always doing something. When you are a real estate investor, you know, you're a small real estate investor, you might don't have the capital to have like, a full maintenance person and all that. So I'm always doing my own maintenance. Yeah. The only thing that I won't do is like electrics and that kind of stuff. Like all the other stuff I would do it myself. Or I would get somebody that knows what they're doing. I will look at what yeah. they're doing. I, the next time I probably do it myself. Of course, man. Yeah. You know, lots of learning going on and lots yeah. of, uh, you know, yeah. kind of different skills and stuff that are being built up, you know, as things come along. That's that's great, man. Yeah, no, and I come from a family. My father, you know, he was uh, a, a kind of a small developer in, in Dominican Republic in Puerto mm-hmm. Rico. So I kind of know a little bit of construction. So I'm, I'm, I'm a very like handy person, you know, or at least I try to be. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely can't beat that, man. That's that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was thinking with you, man. Uh, they're going pretty all right. You know, I... Uh... Just been kind of doing the podcast and working and, um, you know, just keep looking for that first deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, I know. I, I'd be, you know, seeing all the letters that you'd be sending to owners. It's just that right now in this market, man, it's almost impossible. Yeah. I just had one of my co-workers. Uh, he listed a single family house. Mm-hmm. He got 57 offers the next day. And now the house is on the contract. Full, full cash offer, 55000 over asking price. So right now, this market is a little, you know, it's a little hard to get into that first property. Because it really is. People are going for cash. There is yeah. a lot of money out there, you know. Uh, it, right now, it's a crazy market. It's a crazy market right now going on. It really is, man. Yeah, it is definitely, you know, quite the, the added challenge, you know, of like things not really being too much in the, the buyer's favor, but... You know, like, you know, people like your coworker, you know, could probably like sit back and watch people fight over their house. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> you know, you know, what is the crazy thing about, let's say that, that, that house that he's selling, he was trying to, you know, like right now, every single house right in the market that looks okay. I mean, his house is pretty clean. You know, it's a small house, two bedroom house, but like, he has a nice basement and all that. Yeah. Uh, but 
anything that you put on the market right now, you're going to be expecting to get over asking price. Yeah. If I was, I don't know how, how much he was expecting to get over asking price, but I know he ended up getting 55,000. They offer <laughs> between 45 and $55,000 over asking price cash, which is crazy. That's you know? so crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right now the market, the market is a little insane because when we got this house, uh, I literally thought that we were paying the top of the market. But it's crazy because the house across the street from my house, I, I, can, I can tell you the numbers from my house. I paid 270 for my house. Mm-hmm. The house across the street from my house is a little smaller and sold for $400,000. So you can imagine the type of accurate that we built into this property. And we house hacking. We live in the second floor. We got the third floor rented. We got the first floor rented we're living for free and that's the best thing that, that you can do right now doesn't matter how much money you make yeah. uh, you can make a hundred thousand dollars or forty thousand dollars when you eliminate your living expenses especially your rent or your mortgage believe me it's going to be way easier to get into the second property you know it's like it's always harder to get into the first property the second property just becomes really easy because you might be able to get some capital from the house that you bought it before that you know what i mean yeah yeah i think that's a, in, extremely interesting man you know I, yeah. I haven't really kind of seen like the full benefits of that yet you know and, like not getting into the first one but i've heard that everywhere you know that you know it's always kind of like the first one that's like the toughest quote unquote and then yeah you know. because <laughs> the, the, you know what's the crazy thing with the first one you're afraid that you're not able to do it let's say for me that mm-hmm. uh, i moved from the dominican republic um, a little over seven years ago I moved to it from the Dominican Republic. I mean, I was living in Puerto Rico. My parents are Dominicans. Mm-hmm. We were living in Puerto Rico. And then I got a job over here. He wasn't making, a, he was making $9 an hour. People think when I said I moved for because the job, they thought I was making, I was going to make like crazy money. Yeah. Obviously, I wasn't. But when you move to a country and you don't know the language and you had to learn it, you had to put extra, like, you know, you had to spend extra time trying to learn. I went to classes and all that. And I started dating an American. So that kind of helped me because yeah. I had to practice <laughs> no matter what. Uh, yeah, but like, it, the first house is always, it's going to be the hardest one, the first property. Because you think that, that you're not able to do it. But good thing that I have people around me that they knew what they were doing. They already went to those experiences. So they told me what to do. So the process was way easier than what I thought. I mentioned to you uh, when we talk and, you know, we had the Zoom media probably two or three months ago mm-hmm. that it was cheaper for me to buy the house than renting another apartment because the issue with the apartment that I was leaving, they were going to sell the house. Yeah. So I had to get another place to live. And it's crazy because... I got into my house. I got into my $270,000 house. I would say around $2,500. And that's including uh, the inspection. And I put $2,000 on, on, uh, down towards the, you know, the principal that we gave it to. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Because the city of Potoke, I, I don't know how it works at, that, at this moment for the first time home buyers. But they had this program that they would give you, I believe it, it was 70, 
it was a 3.5% uh, down payment, which I didn't have to pay because yeah. the city covered that. The only thing is like you had the, the, the mortgage insurance, which, you know, but it's better to get with the lowest, the, the, the less money that you can put in a property is the best for you because you're going to have more money to do all this, other things to like do some repairs and all that. Yeah, I got an FHA loan. With the FHA loan, the house, the house needs to pass an inspection. So it had to be a livable space. You got to take one of the units for you, mm -hmm. at least for the first year. After that, you can move out of the property and treat it as an investment property. And you can actually uh, refinance that property. You know, there's a lot of way to do it. But the issue right now, we have a lot of first-time home buyers or people that want to get in real estate, they don't know that it's easier than what they think. Mm -hmm. just to get that first property right now the market is a little you know for the sellers it's a seller's market but we know that at some point this market is gonna it's gonna turn yeah you know, there's no way that it's just gonna keep going this way the way that it's gone you know yeah totally man you know it, it definitely is um you know it swings in in both directions you know so eventually you know it's gonna be more in favor of the buyers whenever that is you know who knows but <laughs> eventually yeah. it will happen you know you know that's the good thing about what you're trying to do what i'm trying to do we yeah. have let's say i'm house hacking right now and you want to house hack the good thing about how house hacking you can buy on any market you mm -hmm. can buy at the bottom you can buy at the middle you can buy at the highest market because technically you're looking to live for free you know so it doesn't really matter because let's say you can buy a house for like three hundred thousand dollars right now yeah let's say the market goes down 50 percent it goes to 150 thousand but if you're not paying for that mortgage yourself you know perfect it's gonna be easier <laughs> for you to go 10 years you know usually the market goes for like 10 years in a cycle of 10 years and right now excuse me right now it's a little bit different because all the printing that they do yeah you know all the money that they print in so it's making it easier for people and the price is just in in the inventory it's crazy how few houses there is on the market right now oh yeah <laughs> yeah so I, that's why i think that, that what you're doing like trying to contact the sellers the owners those owners that who knows they might don't they might don't be ready to sell right now for like three or four months you do the follow-up you might end up with a deal you might end up with selling finance. I think that's the one, the best thing that you can find. I haven't done any selling finance, but like eventually I want to look for that because yeah. I want to pull the less money that, that, that I can from my own money to get into properties. Yeah, you're 100% right, man. You know, the way that I kind of look at like the off-market stuff is like, you know, if, you know, like the on-market properties and stuff, like, you know, if the inventory is like wicked low or like all of a sudden things hit the fan, then I feel like if you can get pretty good at like the off market stuff, then, you know, there are still going to be times where like, you know, people want to get rid of their house, but yes, you know, a lot of like what ifs and stuff like, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know. It's a, maybe it's a little less desirable or something or, you know, whatever it is, like maybe it won't go on market or, or whatever, but you know, I feel like if you can kind of figure out like some kind of system for the off market stuff, you know, whether it's like sending out letters or doing cold calls or, you know, just kind of like figuring out like a way to still get properties, like regardless of what kind of market that we're in. Yeah. You know, uh, so. <laughs> you know uh, how we say just the consistency. 
it's yeah. gonna take some time because a lot of people they don't feel like selling they might be good right now because let's say these owners that they have this property for like 20 years or 40 years they're only getting that rent so in the last few years let's say that in the 70s or 60s and they are they're ready to retire mm-hmm. imagine if that day that they get that letter they were having a hard time with a tenant and they decide to sell and that was the day that they decided to sell yep. you know so that's why you want to make sure that you follow up with it because you never know even we got this house in 2018 i think i believe we got the house on the contract august 2018 or something around that mm-hmm. i was looking for houses for a year and a half and now we say that the market is, is crazy right now but it was it was even worse it was way worse uh, years ago. Uh, you know, when it comes to like, I, I say way worse for me because my income was lower. So I wasn't able to like get yeah. pre-approved for the, the high amount. But like, then I got a raise at work. I started making more money. My W2 looked better. Mm-hmm. So I was able to qualify for something bigger. I was looking for a three family or four family. I wasn't looking, I wasn't looking for a duplex. Yeah. Because the issue with the duplex, if the person that you have on the other side or on the, the bottom floor or top floor or whatever, that person uh, moves out, you're gonna be you're gonna be on the hook for the full uh, mortgage on that yeah. property. The good thing about like having like a three family or so, or you can turn it into a three family, the good thing is like you got two people, you got two tenants and you live in one. That's the crazy thing about that. Most of the time, they're going to cover at least 60 or 70% of your mortgage. Yeah. One of the, the you know, one of the, the, the units. But right now in this rental market, which is crazy, that three-bedroom apartment, let's say in Pawtucket, which you, you wouldn't think a few years ago that Pawtucket would get this expense. It's like $1,700, $1,500 for a three-bedroom apartment. A one-bedroom apartment, a thousand dollars, eleven hundred dollars with nothing included. Yeah. So when you think about it, the young the young people they're making between let's say twelve dollars an hour and sixteen dollars an hour, it's really tough for them to afford the rent for like a single person. Most of the time they had to go with roommates. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they had to go with roommates. Uh, it's it just easier. There's moments that this is easier to get into a property that rented. That's why I had to like. I got pushed to buy a property, even though I was looking for property for a long time. Yeah. But I didn't find anything that was making sense for me or everything that I was getting out there. It's it just the market in the last five years, I would say, it's been crazy. But right now, the issue that, that we got, the inventory is so low. Mm-hmm. So low that there's probably in, in, the, in the town of Potoka, there's probably, I would say, 20 multifamily in the market, which is crazy because you would look back in the years, you would see a hundred two hundred properties not anymore it's nuts man (laughs) it is is. it's good for the people that own property already but it's not good for the people that's trying to get for the first time to properties (laughs) you know it's just very expensive yeah, it really is. You know, I'm kind of stemming back to something you said a, a minute ago, which, um, you know, really stuck out was with like, you know, like the three and four families and stuff. I feel like, you know, your risk is kind of spread out a little bit more, you know, because like you said, like there's more yes. tenants in there. So if somebody were to, you know, drop off or like whatever the situation was, you know, you would still have those other couple units to still cover, you know, most, if not still all of your, your mortgage, you know? 
and it wouldn't just be left on you. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's that's the great thing. It depends on your situation. Let's say if you're a single person and and you don't have a partner or anything or a girlfriend. Yeah. You can buy a, a duplex and you can rent. Let's say that you got a three bedroom apartment. You can rent the other two bedrooms. Let's say five hundred dollars, depending on on the city or town that you are. Because you know, if you go to Boston, a, a, a one bedroom it could be fifteen hundred dollars. It's kind of crazy. You know, Boston is kind of you know it's kind of crazy. That's the good thing about living in Pawtucket. We are right in the border with Massachusetts, Rhode Island, in Massachusetts. So we get, we got the train station, I would say like five minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. All these people from Boston were like high paying jobs. They go, they coming down to Pawtucket or they buying property down here and it's way cheaper. Yeah. They, they buy a house over here for 350,000 and they think that they paying pennies when in Boston a, a yeah. house is 1.2 million dollars. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, <laughs> you know, so yeah. I, I, I feel like there's always, always when you're trying to house hack multifamily or you can get into a single, a small single family, even a small single family. If you're going to house hack, if you're going to rent the, rent the bedrooms because it's not going to be on you. Yeah. You know, that's the, like every single time, the beginning of the month, I see the money in my account. It feels different. It's not the same <laughs> way I get, yeah. It's, <laughs> It's like make it rain, baby. It's just the feeling, of, the feeling of like seeing that rain, that money coming in, coming in every month. Is way different than what that than the money that I get from from a W two job. Yeah, it's a because different kind I, of money. Yes, it's that, <laughs> like I had to put some work because when things break, let's say the uh, you probably saw on my Instagram on Easter I was changing a how what it. How about it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about it? So that's the that's the that's the thing about being a landlord. You might be on call 24-7. That's the crazy thing. But the but the end result, like the money, the lifestyle that you can get from real estate is way bigger than spending two or three hours fixing something. And you know, people is afraid about leaking toilets and yep. toilet. Bro, that never happened to me at until this moment. You know, things break. Because obviously when something is getting used, it's gonna break. Yeah. But it's not like some people actually think about it that every day you're gonna get a phone call about something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's super important, man. You know, like just outweighing like, you know, obviously, you know, it is like a big thing and it is something that you're gonna have to maintain. You know, I mean, all like big things, you know, whatever it is, needs some kind of care, you know what I mean? And I think you're totally right. You know, no, I think it, it totally outweighs like, you yeah, know, in the, the crazy, problems. <laughs> when you think about it, the crazy thing about like real estate, you invest into a property and when you do the, the let's say you, you know the task code and you got like a good CPA, all the deductions that you get, that's the good thing. You can invest, let's say you got a, a three family house and you put $25,000 into that uh, three-family house, let's say, because you bought it, needed some work. Let's say that you got a decent paying job, say $100,000, and you're paying $25,000. I'm just putting a number on, on taxes, how much you're paying a year. Yeah. 
and you you put those twenty five thousand dollars into the house, you get twenty five thousand dollars in deductions. So it could get to a point that you actually paying zero taxes. Yeah, which is you know, crazy. You're <laughs> making seven, making hundred thousand and taking seventy five thousand thousand dollar home. But when you get all these deductions, you can actually take the hundred thousand. Or these doctors, let's say these doctors have they they have very high paying jobs and they pay I don't know forty percent taxes. Yeah, imagine that they would be able to do if they will have investments on the side to take just advantage of the of the taxes because oh, yeah. people think like you it's legal because the the tax code is it was written for stuff that the government wanted you to do like like you know having housing for people affordable housing. You know, in high end, you might don't get all these deductions because depending how much the building costs and all that. But you know, yeah, I think it's a great way to to build, you know, wealth. Yeah, it definitely is an enormous benefit, man. You know, I, I can't wait to you know start to get into that. You know, like just reading some of the books and stuff, man. Like the the stuff that you can do is like it sounds yeah. ridiculous, you know. Yeah yes you're definitely right there was one book i read in particular it was uh i think it was called like tax-free wealth i think yes which i i I have it on audio because i know like i don't like to read like even spanish which is my first language i don't like to be reading and like it just it's boring for me so i listen to audiobooks yeah i you know i go and ride my bike or i'm doing something i'm doing some maintenance in the house so i i'm listening to books and i listen to a lot of podcasts yeah you know that's my, my main thing i listen to a lot of podcasts i don't i don't count like i feel like i don't waste my time in my car just listening to music when i can just listen to something that gonna mean i feel it's gonna make me a better person because i'm gonna have more knowledge about the stuff that i might be talking to somebody Yep. No. So I feel like I'm okay if you listen to music. I just like to listen to podcasts because I feel I'm gonna educate myself. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, man. That's definitely a a really big benefit that I feel like it you know isn't really like as talked about. Is like you know if you're driving like you know to and from work every day or like you know you're out running errands, going to the bank, you know whatever. Like, try throwing a podcast on, guys. It it literally like it's crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it, like your mind is just going, like you're just thinking and like doing your thing. And it, it's crazy, man. Even like, you know, you'll pick up like a gem or two once in a while. And yeah. it's like, oh my God, like yes. <laughs> and yeah. it changes everything, you know? The, the good thing about podcasts, people, most of the time, I would say 99% of the time, they, they're not trying to sell you anything. Exactly. They're just giving the experience. So you're taking all those experience and combining mm-hmm. with like... You, you take this the experience that you can take and put into your life so you don't make the same mistakes that they make. Yeah. You know, when you got the knowledge, that's why every, every little thing that you buy has a manual so you don't make a bunch of mistakes trying to put it together. Yeah, That's the same with the podcast. You get all this knowledge from people and you just put it together. It's easier because you're going to avoid all the mistakes that those, you know, those people made in the past. You know, and it's incredible. Yes, it's incredible because the good thing about audio, it doesn't need your attention. You just listening. You can be doing any kind, any type of work. Yeah, you can be doing. You can you can be working out. You can be running, and you're gonna be taking the knowledge. It's not the same as as a video that you have to see and actually pay attention to it. You know what I mean? 
you're right man yeah it's such a little thing too you know to like implement something like that you know (laughs) it's you're right it's just nuts man like you know just hearing people's like different people's stories and you know like there are podcasts for like everything now you know what i mean yes and like if you're not really into podcasts then try the audiobooks you know yes like you're still like constantly consuming you know like you're you're always in it like yes you know, it, it, people always think, like, let's say you work out because you want to have a better body and, and you know, you want to uh, be in a better uh, physical shape. <laughs> That's what happened with your life. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's what happened with your life. So, yeah, so the brain is the same way. You have to feed the brain every day. You know, every day with some new information, especially if you like something. I come from a family that owns a lot of real estate in Dominican Republic. We own a lot of land. I said, we, boys, technically my parents, my grandfather, mm-hmm. my uncles, they own a lot of land. So something that I'm thinking eventually getting into is like, you know that the avocado is like a booming it's booming right now so and we got a lot of lanes close to water so we actually can have the water the avocado uh, you know it needs a lot of water to be to be able to be harvested mm-hmm. so that's something that I eventually want to get into because i want to have different streams of income yeah and you know i want money to be made when i'm sleeping oh yeah and, <laughs> It's not only because of the money, it's the lifestyle. Imagine, imagine that if you like to travel and you'll be able to pay all your bills and you can be traveling all the time. You can be going to new places all the time. And maybe you don't be a millionaire, but all your stuff are getting paid, for example. And maybe putting a little bit of money in, in the bank, you know, yeah. just in case something happens. For me, that would be a lifestyle. That's what I'm looking for. I'm trying to create a lifestyle. If the money comes, if a lot of money comes with the, the hard work that I'm putting right now, that's fine. Obviously, we, we need the money to pay the bills. Yeah. But I'm trying to create the lifestyle. It's not only about the money. It's about the freedom. It's about to be able to go out with my daughter. It's about to be able to go and visit my family. It's, it's, it's about you telling me, on a Monday, can we go and play golf? Yeah. You know, uh, exactly. let's say, yeah, in the morning, on Monday, we we had a W2, so right now we're not able to be doing stuff like that. Yeah. At least if you have Monday off, you know what I mean? You're right, man. It's much bigger than than just the money, you know? It's yeah. the life that the money can bring. You know, the yeah. abundance, the the freedom, the the time, you know? it's You're right. It's it's literally, like, it's so much bigger than than just the dollar. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's not only about the money. And a lot of people, when they do it the wrong way, that they only did, do it because the money and not about helping others too. Because when you buy a property, you're providing houses for people. Sometimes, you know, people could uh, struggle. Like people, you know, through this pandemic, I was lucky, let's say, because the apartments upstairs, we had a little bit of issues. So that person moved out and all that. Yeah, uh, there was uh, like two or three months that there was no money coming in from the apartment stairs, but like downstairs, they always were paying. And I was looking through a pandemic, the money was coming in. You know, they might be late one or two days, or you know, but yeah. the money is still coming in, especially in this time that people you could just take advantage of you. Exactly. And, you know, because these memorandums, but 
I guess I, I've been lucky. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It is definitely, you know, kind of unfortunate that like some people kind of see that as leverage yes. like, to be able to kind of take advantage and stuff. But yeah, because a lot of people, they don't want, well, they don't understand that you're stopping the payments. I mean, you're pausing the payments, but that money you're going to have to pay it. Yeah. Because you as a landlord, at some point, they're going to lift the memorandums and you're going to be able actually to sue the person for the back money, for the back rent. So I don't know how, how easy it's going to be to get that money, but, you know, uh, there is something that, that, that it could happen, you know. Yeah. It, that, that, you know, we live in states that are a little bit, like, uh, tenants-friendly. Massachusetts is even worse than Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you just got to, sometimes you just got to get uh, a lot of the, a lot of this is trying to get the right tenant and being yeah. welcome to because there is people that when they fill the application, they look like they're the perfect tenant. You know, they move into the property two or three months after, like everything changed. Yeah. You know, so sometimes a little bit a lot too. So what uh I guess what are kind of like some of the things that like you like to use, you know, when it comes to screening tenants and stuff, like you know that uh, I've been lucky. Mm -hmm. Because I inherit the tenants downstairs. Oh, okay. So I haven't gone through that process. Yeah. In the upstairs, uh, because we need the person, we didn't have to do like a full screen, you know, we just check the income to make sure that, that person could be able, like we knew the person. You know, it's a little bit different uh, uh, when when you have to the turn over and you have to fix, let's say uh, the, the people downstairs in my house at some point they're gonna move. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to do the whole process of screening. As of right now, I'm probably getting, trying to get education on that. Uh, you know, with my mentor, which you know him. Yeah. He knows way more than me when it comes <laughs> to screening because, it, excuse me, uh, he has been to like crazy, crazy tenants, you know. And that's when a lot of people say, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be investing on real estate. The tenant's always going to take advantage. No, they might take advantage a few months. But if you think about the long term, just think about all the money, the cash flow, the lifestyle that you're going to have, the tax rates, you know, and the feeling on in that property. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's, a, that's a nice feeling. Just wait until you get to the first property. I can't wait, man. Yeah. See, the, the funny thing about that is like do you think that the people the majority of people who like say that kind of stuff actually have houses that you know now that you mean <laughs> you, know? <laughs> that's a, you know that's a great question because if you think about it and you look at every single person that is telling you to not do it it's because they haven't done it or they're afraid to do it exactly you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, they just look at the last chapter of your life. They don't look at the beginning that you had to go through the struggle. You had to pull the work. Mm -hmm. They only want the angle. They only look at you when you actually made it. Exactly. You know, they won't. They, they, it, it's a, that's a great question because, <laughs> yeah, you, you should take the information depending who is coming from. If you, if you, now that you mentioned that, you can see that those people that tell you that they don't own property. It's crazy, they man. They don't own any, or they did it in the past and they did, they did it the wrong way and they got burned. You know, yeah. 
because most of the people like it's no i would i would i wouldn't say most of the people i would say 99% of the people that will tell you don't don't get a multifamily property or don't don't invest on real estate don't be a landlord it's because they did it or they haven't done it or they're afraid people going to look on their fears and they're going to try to put it on you you know so exactly yeah yeah it's it's truly crazy man you know like i feel like it's really important to be able to kind of decipher like you know like what kind of advice you take from like different people because like yeah you know those people who might be trying to like steer you away from that like they might be like super close you know what i mean yes you, and, have, to, um, you have to be careful like uh, who you have around when you're trying to make decisions like yeah, buying exactly. or something. you have to be careful who you have around because even if you don't pay attention to that it's gonna be in the back of your mind oh that person said that maybe i should have listened to them you know but like sometimes you gotta do how you like you gotta do it for yourself you gotta take information if you're trying to buy a ferrari go and take the the, the advice from the guy that owns the ferrari don't go from the guy that is driving that <laughs> you know? yeah yeah. <laughs> like, yeah yeah and that's when it comes to real estate so you to you to take the, the the advice depending who it's coming from you know the information don't take all your information that's why you to have like a filter on your brain and all the information that is going to your brain to your state you should just take it out you know yeah i couldn't agree more you know it's it's uh it's pretty crazy. You know, I feel like, you know, sometimes like those people might be like, just trying to like protect you and stuff from like things happening, but like are still like really afraid and don't actually want to take the the chance. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, you know, like that's great, you know, but what's on the other side? Like, you, you know, know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Real estate is a lot about numbers. So yeah. you put your numbers and like trust the numbers because that Pride never gonna lie. If you did your numbers right, that's what I said. You can buy house hacking. You can, you can house hack any market. People, let, let's say you, you listen to bigger pockets, and you know, you know David. He he lives in California. The co-host of the bigger pockets. No, yeah. He, uh, he's house hacking. That's why he said it doesn't matter what market you buy. Yep. It doesn't matter if you do your numbers. And you cut your living expenses, don't matter if you live in California or New York. You know, you yeah. gonna if you live for free, life is gonna be different for you. And to yeah. your point, man, you know, if maybe like multifamily isn't your thing, then maybe like single family and doing it by the bedroom could be. Yes. You know, like there's a lot of different ways to to house hack, you know, and like some things are gonna work in some markets and some are, you know, aren't gonna work. But like there's always a couple different things that that I feel like you can do, yeah, you know, to, yeah. to still rent out like some kind of space to be able to get some kind it, of income. Like it, it don't matter if you have house hacking, it's probably gonna be cheaper for you to own a house than renting, no matter what. Because my father always tell me something. Imagine that you're living in a property for 20 years and you're paying rent. Let's say that you you raise on the market value because you've been living in that property for so long. But let's say they decide to sell the property tomorrow they won't give you money back no they won't say <laughs> okay gone. you live over here for 20 years we're gonna give you some money yeah you know they but if you're living a property and you pay the mortgage yeah the house is yours and, and you got tenants and all that the day that you're moving out or you're trying to sell that house you're actually getting money from that 
yeah. you know, that or those 20 years that, that let's say if you were house hacking, your tenant were paying down your mortgage, man, you were able to actually take the rewards for all those 20 years. And what's, that's why a lot of people don't, don't understand. You know, if a lot of people would, would know how easy it's real estate, it could, like it's easy when I say that the government makes it like so easy for people to get the first time house, you know, the first time home buy problems mm-hmm. are so easy that once you get it, like a lot of people, they don't even try. Exactly. Know? And I feel like that's a, a really big thing. You know, yeah. it's like people might think that it's not for them or, you know, it's way too hard. Like it's not worth trying to figure out, but they don't really see the the benefits, you know, the potential. They the... The benefits. They, they're looking at the cover. They don't, they're not looking at the CD. They don't, they're not looking at the contents, you know? Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. even too, if like, if you bought a duplex or something and, you know, maybe it might not cash flow right away. Like what if the rent that you were paying before is cut in half now? Yes. You know, like. What what's that's, not to love about that? Yeah, <laughs> you know? that, just, yeah. And Kyle, let's say that you're paying the same. Let's say that you pay. I'm just putting a number. Let's say that you're paying nine hundred dollars on the yeah. renting, and you're living in expenses on the on the duplex. It's gonna be nine hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, the mortgage is getting paid down. Yeah, the mortgage is getting paid down. Somebody's hoping you to pay that mortgage. You know. So either way, when you decide to refinance or move out of the house, you're gonna have money in your pocket. Yep. And not yeah. to mention the tax benefits. <laughs> yeah, not to mention the tax benefits. Yeah. It's it's yeah. a really incredible concept, man. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 really it's something else, you know? Like that it's kind of you a know, no-brainer. Like <laughs> I would say eight out of ten people that have, is wealthy in this country that is rich, they own property, they own yeah. real estate. On some, you know, they, they might syndicate, they might invest in other people's deal, but they have real estate. It's, you know, that's part of the money because it's just all the benefits that you get. You don't do anything with making $2 million and paying one point one, let's say $1 million on expenses and taxes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, it's not, people think, oh yeah, you get it at 50%, but what about if you actually are able to bring it to like a 10% that you pay on taxes? Yep. You know? And there is nothing wrong with that. We you should know, be able to keep the money that we we work for. But you know, the government may say easy in a legal way that you can take those benefits. Yeah, it, it's incredible, man. It this guys, this definitely isn't uh, what I'm gonna say isn't tax advice. I just found it extremely interesting. Yes. So, man, one yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm not a CPA. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer. No. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that I find extremely interesting is if you look up the 2021 uh like long term and short term short term capital gains uh like the tax rates and then you look up what like the income tax rates are you know for like working your job it's like incredible what the difference yeah. is man like yeah. the more money you make w2 obviously like the more you're you're paying which is yeah. crazy but in, in like as <laughs> yeah, sorry go ahead man no no go ahead <laughs> all right but yeah, pretty much like, you know, and then like what you have for, you know, investments and stuff, depending on, you know, what, what you're doing, the majority of the time, like it's a lot lower because I feel like that kind of stems back to, you know, what you said earlier that like the way that like the tax code was written, I mean, at least, you know, from, from books and stuff is, you know, like if you can do what, oh my goodness, sorry. 
<laughs> my phone's getting blown up but anyway um but yeah you know if like you do what the government you know kind of wants you to do like they're they like really work with you you know in terms of like providing housing or providing jobs you know with a company or whatever like the the rates are ridiculous you know yeah. and the, the write-offs yeah. and everything and like just just like you know making society a better place you know what i mean like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's crazy that you mentioned that because it's just a different feeling. Yeah. You know, it's a different feeling when, how I, how I say in the beginning of the podcast, it's a different feeling when you see the money coming in at the beginning of the month. I might make more money on my W2 job, but like this money feels different. Yeah, this is a different because kind of money. <laughs> you, didn't have to you didn't have to swipe to make the money, you know? Yeah. You didn't have to say, but it's just a way different feeling. Yeah, it's it really is nuts, man. I, I'm very much looking forward to, you know, kind of checking that out for the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's consistency. You you have to be consistent on this game, you know, because eventually, let's say the health flippers, they trying to get houses, they trying to get, you know. To, they tried to get all these properties, but they had to go through a homely property to find one or two right now yeah. in this market because it's so hard. Yeah. Like any house could sell for thousands of dollars, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's unbelievable right now. It really is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. Ooh. So I'm going to ask you uh, a couple of the questions um, here because I'm pretty curious. So what kind of got you into real estate, like, first? Was it kind of like your family and, like, you know, owning properties and stuff? Or, you know, what kind of, like, set the spark, I guess? Yeah, I so say. <laughs> I would say my family, they always, you know, they always been, like, in real estate and all that. Yeah. But over here, it was one of my friends that you know that friend that I'm talking about. He yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy because I was going to buy a single family house and he goes, no, you shouldn't buy a single family house. You should buy a multifamily and live one of the units and you probably can live for free. And I'm like, uh, but, you know, I feel like that's kind of hard to do or whatever. Or I, I, I will have to put more money. What the people don't know, a lot of people don't know that in the, the multifamily, the money that is coming from rent, it actually goes together with your income, with your W-2, so you can get pre-approved for more money. Because they, they, you know, you have to pay, you have to pay taxes on that rent that you you get it. Mm -hmm. That's that's the great thing about multifamily and and yeah, it's just being around people, seeing the type of life that they're living because they own real estate, the freedom that they have, which the power, is really, man. Yeah, the power. <laughs> and like you get to know a lot of people, a lot of interested people. You might not get, you know, there, there's always gonna be people that is gonna be, it's not gonna be that honest. Yeah, well, you're gonna get people. You're gonna get people, good people around you. You know that's why it's so good about networking. And always tell people what you do, because you never know who could have a deal for you, <laughs> or who could have a buy for you, who could have a money that it could be a hard money, you know, hard money loan. You never know. You're so right. you gotta talk about what you do to people. What 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 is your goals? You just gotta be careful to what people you you share your goals to, because they they look at you like sometimes. You got three heads when you say, oh, yeah, I eventually want to quit my job and all that. Yeah. Yeah, but you got a good job and all that, secure job. 
it's not about that, but I have to get up every day and go to work. You know, I'm not able to go in the vacation that I want next week because I have to request the time off. Yep. You know? You're totally right, man. I couldn't agree more. Like there, you definitely can't have like those kind of conversations with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you have to be you, careful to what people. You definitely do. Yeah. You, you have those conversations because they look at you literally like a, you got three heads. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you have to be careful who you, you, you share your goals, your goals with. So just, you know, but the, 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 the one that, that needs to be, how do I say, that needs to be, that needs to think about and wanted to do it, it had to be you. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's going to be you, the one that when something breaks and if you have, you, are, you know, you're a small landlord, you're probably going to have to do it yourself. It depends. Some people is not handy and they won't do it themselves. Well, I, I like to do it myself because I want to learn. Yeah, exactly. I'm the same way too. And like, would you say, you know, kind of like skills and stuff that like were being built, like, did they make you more like well-rounded and stuff, you know, doing like a bunch of different little things that came up, like, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And, and you know, what is the good thing about sometimes doing it yourself too, uh, that you learn how long a project to, it should take to mm -hmm. the, you know, so when you have a, a contractor and the contractor is telling you, oh, yeah, this much money, you, you kind of going to have an idea how much to take and how much you just, you to pay because that's what happened with a lot of people they had no knowledge about how long it should take to to lay a floor yeah. you know so they had no idea and they contracted to say okay it's gonna take me two weeks and it's gonna be five thousand dollars it might take three days in, in three thousand dollars but because you don't know you're actually gonna pay the highest you know you don't want to get the cheapest person yeah, exactly. You want to get the cheapest contractor because sometimes that could, at the long term, you 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 might end up paying more money. But you want to be kind of the middle high end. Yeah, make something that's that's gonna last and stuff. Yes. And yes, I feel like that's a really big one, man. You know, to to be able to like figure this stuff kind of out on your own, and then do it yourself, and you know, mentally kind of take a note of like you know how long it took. Like this is how much my materials were. And just have like an all around, like pretty decent idea of it. So then if that's something that, you know, you had to outsource or you wanted to outsource, yeah, then you kind of have an idea of what's going on and, you know, you're not really going to get taken advantage of as it's much. Something that is going to save you, I feel a lot of money, headaches, uh, in a lot of labor. Mm -hmm. If you have a multifamily property, try to get all the apartments the same color, yep. all the walls, the same colors in all the apartments. Because somebody moves out, you know the pain that you have to get. You know, you have to repair one of the walls. You go, you, you know, you know, and it, you got to do it right in your first property because you're going to keep growing. If you want to keep buying more property and you're going to hire people, it's going to be easier for you to manage those people and like for those people to deal with, you know, with any type of issue when you use the same type of stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That makes that's a, a lot of sense. Yeah. That yeah. would save you a lot of money and time headaches, you know. Uh, you don't want, uh, a, let's say, a three-family house that you were, because let's say if you buy and the tenants were living on the house, you're not going to go and paint and change the colors. But like when you get a new tenant, you should do it like all one color. So whoever you do, you have, you have doing your maintenance, it's easier for that person, you know? I like that a lot, man. That That's awesome. Yeah. You know, it, to kind of just stick to the same, you know, 
like general materials and stuff yes. so then like if you know one thing happens in one unit like you don't have like three different yeah, paint colors or something you can the other one. <laughs> or whatever you can say whoever to get the paint because it's always gonna be the same paint. <laughs> you know not to mention storage too having like you know 10 cans of paint in a closet yes. or something you know yes. like <laughs> yes. yeah especially now like when you let's say the last year with the like the stuff that we be going through for the last year yep. you kind of knew that everything was going to be harder to get yeah. you know and like just think about the price of lumber yeah oh my god double triple the prices so a lot of people i know this guy that he owns yeah i think he got like 31 units this guy is loaded you know and he got like a bunch of properties they all paid off and he has a, a construction company. So he probably knew that the lumber was going to get more expensive. He had like a storage. Yeah. He was buying extra and just putting it on storage because he knew that that was going to happen. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, to yeah. be able to have that like kind of insight and, you know, to be able to kind of take advantage, you know, while like before things hit the fan, you know? Yes, yes. Always you want to be ready. You always want to be ready because you never know what could happen. When it, the more properties you got, the probability of something breaking or getting damaged is going to be high, obviously. Yeah. But with that also comes, you know, more cash flow, more freedom, you know, <laughs> more time being, with your kids. Yeah, more know? being able to, to hire more people because that's the thing. You don't want to do everything yourself. You want to get to a point that you have people doing the, the job for you. Yeah. You know, you just got to do your numbers. You don't have to start with like a, a full-time maintenance person. You can start with like a part-time maintenance person that maybe is not that educated or doesn't have a lot of experience, but you could help that person and that person could, could do, you know, like the cleaning and some of the yard, the common areas. Yeah. You know, you, know, and you can have a young person sometimes. They want like something that is 20 hours. You just gotta make sure that you pay your people good, you know, and be consistent that they had 20 hours no matter what. Yeah. So, you know, they, they stay long term for you with you. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. You know, definitely, you know, uh, like everybody starts somewhere, you know, like you don't need like necessarily to jump like full on the bandwagon of yes. like a full-time person and everything, but you know, like do something like hire somebody here and there, you know, for yes. a little bit and kind of teach them and yes you kind of build slow yeah, you, you want to build the system so you actually able to walk away from the business and the business is not going to burn down the next day yeah. you know what i mean exactly yeah because we are landlords the, the, our customers are the, the 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 tenants yep so we are in the we are in customer service and the crazy thing about this customer service you don't, you might don't even know but you are 24 7 on call yeah <laughs> you do you do your own property manage, management you know yeah yep wow <laughs> that was intense <laughs> there was so much in there man that's wow that's incredible Ooh, how do you define wealth victor i know we kind of got into a little yeah into we kind of got, got a little bit into it earlier but let's say I always say like wealth is not only about having a lot of money. Wealth comes, it comes to like having money and having the freedom and having the people, the right people around you, having good people around you or being able to do whatever you want, you know, mm -hmm. in the good way to be like, like, like for me, I like to travel a lot. So 
for me, wealth would be being able all my bills and my, 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 my trips all getting paid from my investments and having being able to help people, having the time to enjoy more, to spend more time with the family, you know, being, having the time to, if I want to go to a restaurant at any time of the day, I can just go and I don't have to ask anyone. I think that's wealth for me. And it's something that you don't, you don't build in, in a few days. It takes time. Mm -hmm. It takes discipline, you know, because when you listen, real estate, you're trying to build a world, a wealth. It's not going to be, it's not going to be in two days. You know, it takes some time for you to see the money coming in. Sometimes you, you actually might be in the negative. You actually, you be, technically, you might be in the negative. But at the long term, you're going to see that, you know, that, 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 that when it comes to the money, you're going to see that happening, in, you know, with time. Yeah. Now, what would you say about, um, you know, like enjoying the process and stuff of like, you know, building everything and. You know, uh, I think I enjoy since the first moment, like, let's say that I got my first property because I actually enjoy doing like work in the houses. Yeah. And I like to learn a lot. I like to meet new people. I like to talk. I like yeah. to talk. So and that wouldn't be the issue for me. Like I always in try to get around people that is doing the same that you're doing or what you want to do. You're looking at them like for the future. Uh, you know, my mentor, he, he be doing a, a, this rehab that they got at the house to the studs. Like, it's crazy. They got this house for $50,000. I think like two years ago, uh, his friend got this house for like $50,000. And he actually got the wrong people around him they the wrong general contractor the thing is like he had to pay for the heating system twice oh he had to God. pay for yeah it, it was crazy that yeah a house that right now is about to it's about to be done because they they, they are they're doing the last finishes let's say that he probably gonna be in in all in the house for like a hundred and fifty thousand and the house gonna pray for like 350 probably minimum He's gonna pray. So just it took some time. He wasn't getting money. He wasn't getting rent for those two or three years that he got burned by you know for having the wrong people. But now everything is gonna start paying up. Yep. You know, it just some people will quit once they see that the first time that happens to them, they won't do it anymore. Yeah. You know, so it just it's something that it's not like the crypto. The crypto, you can put a thousand dollars and you might be a millionaire by next month. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, it takes time. It's something that takes time. Yeah. I love real estate, man. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> you know? yeah, I, I, I literally enjoy it. Like uh, I want that to be my, my full-time job eventually. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. I want to get enough property. I might don't believe in my W two job right away because I got a good paying job and all that and all the benefits that I getting as a, a secure job. But like, it's nice to have that extra income coming in. Yeah, on real estate. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just unbelievable the other benefits when it comes to money and everything that you can get on real estate. Yeah, I, I totally feel you about that one, man. Trust me. <laughs> um, ooh. What is your best piece of advice to new investors that want to start and manage their rental portfolio? Okay. I know, you know, we've talked a good amount about a lot, but. <laughs> yeah, but now we're going to go into the specifics. Okay. 
if you want to like if you want to invest in real estate uh, you might don't want to do it by yourself if you're living in the house yeah let's say you got your first property you don't have to introduce yourself as a new owner you can introduce yourself as a property manager it's easier to deal with the tenants when you say that you are the property manager you're not gonna be the bad guy you're not gonna be the landlord that is trying to get the rent <laughs> when you're behind for two weeks yeah but it's a lot about real estate. What I'm trying to do now to jump into the next property, I'm trying to increase my income. Mm-hmm. You don't wanna, you don't wanna reduce your lifestyle. Okay, so it's okay to like not waste money on stuff, uh, like what they said the Starbucks and all that. Yeah. But I feel like you, ch- you I don't know if you you heard about Grant Cardone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's what he said. You shouldn't reduce your lifestyle. You should increase your income. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to increase my income. I, don't, I might don't bring my lifestyle higher than what I am right now, but I don't want to bring it lower. Yeah. So what I'm trying to do is to keep the lifestyle over here and bring my income over here. You know, so that's what I'm working on in 2021. I got like a crazy project coming together that I don't want to talk about it yet because <laughs> together. Yeah. But like, you probably gonna know. You probably gonna see on my social media or something. You know that. I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> they start, start to come come together. You know, I don't want to just say it right now yeah. because I wanna I wanna make sure that it happens. That I'm working on that so people can see the progress that I'm doing. You know, and I'm trying to increase my income. It's something that I like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's probably gonna increase my income. Most likely, it's gonna increase my income which it makes it easier to get the next property. Yeah. yeah. I love that, man. That's that's yeah. literally perfect. I'm going to be very people, excited. I always <laughs> tell people, don't lower your lifestyle. Yep. Okay, if you're spending money and like stuff that you should, okay, eliminate that. So your lifestyle is going to be over here. Yeah. Don't go down your lifestyle. Increase your income. So, and keep the same lifestyle that you had. Just make sure you increase your income. Do a side hustle. You, there's a lot of stuff that you can do. You can, what you're doing, you might not be making money on the podcast, but it's going to be a time that consistency is going to bring the money into, into the, you know, into the play, you know? Yeah, definitely. You just got to keep doing it because that's what happened to a lot of people. They quit when they see that because they only want to do it for the money. Yep. It takes time. You know, remember you were a baby, you started crawling then you started like walking a little bit and then you were running. Yeah. This time. It takes time. Yeah. Yeah. And practice and consistency, you know, but some people like they think that they should, it should happen just overnight and those nothing happens overnight. Most of the time, everything that you get overnight just goes to, you know, it, it goes to nothing at some point. Yeah. So you go and there you go. The, the, the fall is even bigger and harder. Exactly. It's usually not too sustainable, you know, yes. when something like that happens instantly. Yes. You know, like you hear all the time, man, about, you know, people winning the lottery and then blowing like, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in like, you know, a very short amount of time. Like, bro, like how? <laughs> yeah, know? because the crazy thing about it, that they only, they, the only thing they know is about how to spend it, not about how making money. Yep. That's, they only know the way up. They don't know the way down. And the way down is going to happen, most likely it's going to happen because they don't know how to go in the way up. 
How is that? You know, I seen these. Now that you mentioned, that, I was watching a documentary. This guy, he he won seventy million dollars. How do you destroy seventy million dollars in two years? <laughs> I guarantee you. I guarantee you that you give me seventy million dollars in probably two years from now, it's gonna be a hundred and fifty minutes. Oh yeah. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna invest on real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I just gonna go and buy a few apartment buildings, you know. Exactly. Yeah, like it how- blows my mind, man. So like that, that like just really like it makes me think. You know what I mean? It just it really like interests me, like how that works. You yeah. know, like if you can't manage ten dollars, you can't manage a hundred dollars. If you can't yeah, manage a hundred, you can't manage a thousand. You know what it's I mean? Just right? a number. Yeah. The concept doesn't change. It's just the numbers that change. The concept exactly. is the same. Yeah. If you're getting ten bucks and you're spending eleven, man. Sure. No, I'm, it's gonna take too long until you're struggling. <laughs> yeah, and like you said earlier, you know that stems back to like you know increasing your your income and you know like not necessarily dropping your expenses. Yeah, don't because you like the principle yeah. the principle yeah. is there. Yes, you know? like, like I always say, don't don't bring your lifestyle down because let's say you're driving a and just putting a. a 2015 car uh, Toyota whatever yeah don't bring it down to like a, a Corolla 2005 yeah increase your income do Uber or do, you know I'm just saying like do exactly so you don't have to bring your lifestyle down yep you know everything is increasing the income no you can lower your expenses but the way that you lower your expenses trimming the fat not taking no lowering your lifestyle because that and not increasing your income it's exactly gonna you know you know and i feel like too you know like you can only decrease your income so much like without yes. like you have to stay happy too you know what i yes. mean like yes. <laughs> yeah like one one thing that uh that kind of bothers me that you know i'm kind of like lessening up on is like you know like me and my, uh, some of my buddies like go out to eat on like you know friday or saturday nights like it's just kind of what we do and i was looking at like how much i was spending a month on that <laughs> it would be like you know 150 200 bucks i'm like come on man like are you serious but i was thinking of it i'm like that's like all we do you know what i mean that's like the escape from the week and like yes you know like so there's only so much that like if it keeps you happy you know what i mean yeah and, like, when, yeah, and when you think about it Maybe in the long term, $150 might change your life. But like when you look into a year, it's not even that much money. Exactly. Yeah. So just try to bring your income up, like do a side job or whatever. And that's the spending money. Well, don't bring your lifestyle lower, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the good thing. You're trying to do it. You, you're working on that. Once you get that, you get that first property, man, and you're able you, And the, the good thing about house hacking, you just need to break even. If you make money, it's good. Yeah. You just, you just need to break even because not having living expenses, man, it just like it makes life way easier, man. It just made life way <laughs> it just makes life way easier, man. Yeah. I mean, even you know, like you said, like just turning a rent payment into, you know, yeah, it could be like your own mortgage payment potentially yeah. or, or whatever, but like yeah. that money's not just gone. You know, it's yeah, it's like it's yeah. in your house now. You know, your house is hopefully appreciating. Like, you know, the other sides are paying things down too. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's it's like unreal. You know, yeah. like how powerful like real estate is, like yeah. as, as no, an asset. It, you know, it's like, insane. It's insane. People like before, 
let's say people will buy a single family house, you can make money a single family house. Uh, but how Robert Kiyosaki says, it's not an asset because you have to pay every month. Yeah. You have to you have to have that W two job or let's say the investment because most likely, if you live in a single family house, some not all the time, but some people they wouldn't have all the, all the investment. What they will have W two job a four one k that they think that they're gonna be able to retire on that. Like just think about how the inflation is going up right now. The gas is going up. Yeah, everything is just going skyrocketing right now. And the, the good thing about that, everything is going up, but the prices of real estate are going up. So the people that is in the game, they're actually making some money. Yeah. It's just making it harder for the for the young people to get into it. It is. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, once you get into that spot, though, man, like, the sky's the limit, you know? You know, <laughs> you know, what, you know what the advantage that you have over other people that, that is trying to get in real estate? You're getting so much knowledge from people that is coming in this podcast and giving you all the knowledge without you even having the first property. So you're gonna be able to like, instead of taking the ride, you're gonna go straight forward. You're gonna go straight ahead. You know, it's gonna be way easier. And the networking that you're building through this, it's like it's way different. Like the people look at you different. I appreciate it, that a lot. Man. Yeah, no, it. it, it you gain respect and all that because you are the person that is bringing the other people that have the knowledge, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like the big thing too is like, you know, just with social media and stuff, man, like the networking is absolutely like incredible, yes. you know, like between Instagram, LinkedIn or LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, YouTube, like, like anybody that, that you want to meet and talk to, like, just like literally look them up and like shoot them a yeah. DM. Yeah. You know, and like crazy things happen. Like yeah. when, when you literally just start like DMing people. Yeah. Yeah. People, people like right now, you know, it's better to do a face to face. It's better to yeah. do it in, in person and all that. But like right now, obviously for the situation that we're going through, but the good thing about the internet, about the, the good thing about Zoom meeting, the person could be, I don't know, it could be in Europe. Yep. You know, they could be in vacation in Europe, but they they might be talking to you right now from the hotel room. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. You got access to everything. You got access to the information. Yep. No, you, you don't know. You don't know where is the Home Depot. Before you had to go on the maps and all that. You just go, <laughs> Siri, where is the Home Depot? You know, so it just makes it way easier. Life is way easier now. It you is. wanted to be born now than being born in the 1900s, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just like super interesting, man. And like social media is free. Like that that's the thing that gets me is like just like the power of that in itself, man. Like if, if you want to find like, you know, real estate investors near, you know, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, you know, like you just look it up and then, you know, all of a sudden there's like a bunch of people that show up and like Yeah. You know, and then like their friends know other people and you meet their friends and like it's it's nuts, you know, and especially with, I'm sure, you know, you've seen it as well. You know, a lot of like the investors and stuff, um, like most people are like super genuinely nice. Yes. You know what I mean? That was a huge eye opener for me. You yeah, know? because like, it, it, when you think about it, these people with high net worth, you're thinking that they're not going to be accessible. But yeah. most of them, they started, they started at the bottom like we are. 
Exactly. You know, know so what it's they, like. Yeah. And, and they and they like to they like to like share the the the, the, the history what they've done. They like to tell the people what they've done. You yeah. know, they like to, to tell people what they did in the past and all it's that. Priceless. Yeah, it is. Oh it yeah. Is. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It really is. <laughs> Ooh. Do you have a favorite podcast by any chance? I, I normally would ask, do you read? Or even an audiobook, actually. Anyone in yeah. particular that sticks out? <laughs> uh, okay. I, I, you know what? I'm going to tell you both. You know, I, I listen a lot to the bigger podcasts. Yep. It's crazy because I think that was my first podcast ever. Mm-hmm. No matter what type of podcast, I think that was my first one back in 2016, I believe it was. Yeah, it was a long time ago that I started listening to, uh, to to bigger pockets, uh, and an, another book that everybody, literally everybody, mentions that book, "Rich Dad Poor Dad." Yeah, it's a great. <laughs> book. Yep, it's a great book. Another one that I would say that I would recommend to people to listening to it is how to win a. How to many friends and influence? You know, you're not the one that answered. I just don't remember the full name. Was it uh Dale Carnegie? Yes, Dale Carnegie. Yeah, yeah. that book is that's nuts. awesome. I love that book. Even, <laughs> even just to deal with people at work, it, you can learn like you to treat you to like treat people good, so they do stuff for you. Yeah, you know. The and principles in that it. one are just are crazy. Like yeah, you said, like, you know how all around it is. Like yeah, you know, yeah. it's like you're coming <laughs> on your bases, and it's unbelievable because the book was written a long time ago, yeah. and everything is still like it's something that I don't think is gonna go away. Yep, I I love those kind of books too, man. Like another one like that is uh like the richest man in Babylon. I don't know if yeah, you've read I hear a but... lot about that book. I, I haven't I haven't read it, but like I'm gonna read that book at some point. Yeah, it's the same kind of idea. Like that book was written like tons and tons of years ago, but the principles in there are like still as true now as they were back then. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I love those books, man. Like, yeah. You know, no, like this too. has lasted like, you know, 50 plus years. Like it's not really going to go away, you know? Yeah, it's not going to go away. <laughs> the concepts, you know, like the good concepts, they won't go away. They might change a little bit, but they won't go away. Exactly. You know, it, it's, it's unreal. It's, it's so crazy. Yeah. But yeah, Victor, I could totally talk to you for hours, man. <laughs> I know, I, I know. <laughs> no, it's crazy how long we've been like right now recording all that. Like, <laughs> time flew by. Pretty much, man. Yeah, I, I am, you know, very, very thankful to have you on the podcast. I, you know, I appreciate it, man. Extremely excited to hear your story and everything, man. And is there um anywhere on like, you know, social media or anything that, that people can reach out to you? Yeah, so the, the social media that I use the most is mm-hmm. it, it will be a Instagram. Yep. Because I don't post a lot. You might see like a, you know real thing or that that I be posting. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be my my social media is it's gonna be my middle name Argenis mm-hmm. underscore Gutierrez one, and you can find me on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. I, you know I got time. I, I like to, I like to network. So anyone that wants to, you know, talk to me or know something, something that could help them or, or something that they could help me, you know, they can find me uh, on on Instagram. Of course, man. Yeah, guys, I'll definitely uh, you know, drop that Instagram link in the bio of this. 
um you know definitely give victor you know a shout you know go uh go send him a message he's you know an incredible guy and um you know it's it's just it's nuts <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah again thank you so much for coming on here victor it, it really was a pleasure man and, thank you uh, guys for the invitation anytime all right guys that concludes our creating wealth podcast episode for today I want to thank every single person that has listened this far. It really means a lot to know that people can learn from me and with me as we build wealth together. Hopefully you can take home at least one thing from this podcast that will improve your life just a little bit. If you could, please check me out on social. That's at Kyle Curtin Real Estate on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on Bigger Pockets. Until next time, let's build together.